Alright, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts. Again, I told you I was going to come at you with another episode. I said between 7 and 9. It's a quarter after 7. So let's see. My recent episode, go check that out. Washington Capitals re-signing Carl Haglund. This one's not going to be about hockey. It's going to be about basketball. And I want to let you know there's going to be another episode that's going to come out tomorrow that will be about hockey. So that'll be tomorrow. I'm not sure what time. Whatever happens, happens. But... This morning, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Utah Draz, I'm about to say Utah Draz, <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies and the Utah Jazz made a trade. Now, let me get the full trade details right here. For one second, let me just do that. Because, you know, there, there is one big piece, like, you know, Mike Conley going to Utah, but you got to get all the information right here. Pretty big trade, in my opinion. You know, really sure, it really surprised me. To be honest, I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't expect Mike Conley to get traded to Utah, but here we go. Let's see. Let's get the full report. Okay. So Memphis has traded Mike Conley to the Utah Jazz for Grayson Allen, Kyle Korver, and Jay Crowder, and the th- um, the and the twenty third pick in the NBA draft. You know tomorrow, and a future first round pick. So that is a big trade right there, personally. Personally, Memphis wins this deal because, you know, most likely they're going to draft John Moran tomorrow, who could be a future probably Hall of Fame point guard, to be honest. I know it's very early to say. He's going to be better than Mike Conley than he ever was at Memphis. Let's just leave it at that. I'm going to keep it real. You know, so Utah only got one piece right there. They got Mike Conley, who is, he's getting old. He's still a good player. You know, him and Donovan Mitchell will be a nice combination to see. Very unique to see in Utah. But they gave up a lot. You know, you're giving up Grayson Allen, who's a young kid with a lot of potential. You're giving up Kyle Korver, who's one of the best three-point shooters to ever live. And you're giving up Jay Crowder, who's an amazing piece to have on your team. To be honest, he doesn't get enough credit, Jay Crowder. Personally, and they also giving up like two first-round picks. You're giving up the 23rd pick for tomorrow's draft and you give up a future first round pick. So you give up five you give up five things from Mike Connolly. Grayson Allen, Kyle Corver, Jay Crowder, and two first round picks. That's a lot. From Mike Conley? That's a lot for Utah. Oh my goodness, that is bad. That's a bad trade. It's big for Memphis, but Utah, oh my God. That is terrible. You should have at least got something else back out of it other than Conley you should have asked for Valanchunas like I don't know as a backup center to Gobert like you weren't thinking that at least like oh yeah yeah Utah lost a lot right there Jesus like I said don't get me wrong Conley's still good but he's getting old and him and Mitchell will be very unique to see but oh my goodness I think Memphis has a better chance of making the playoffs than Utah I know Utah's been in the playoffs the last couple of years. And Memphis was in it a couple of years ago. But I think they have a better shot at making it than Utah. Especially if they draft John Moran tomorrow. And like I said, you're getting Grayson Allen, who's young with a lot of potential. You're getting Kyle Korver, the best three-point shooter in the league. And you're getting Jay Crowder, who's a good piece to have on your team. You know, he's bounced around the league a lot. But he's still a good piece and he's very effective. And I think the best player in that trade is definitely Kyle Korver. One of the best three-point shoes of all time, to be honest. 
But Memphis is set right there. Wait, no, Kyle, let, let's just... All right, let's see the ages of the old three. I know Grayson Allen's the youngest. Let's see. Let's see. So Grayson Allen... So he's 23, so he's very young. I'm just looking at the ages of all these guys. Let's see, Kyle Korver. I think he's got to be the oldest. Okay, he's 38. He's going to be 39 next season. You know, sometime in March of next season, he's going to be 39. Uh, Grayson Allen's going to be 24 in October. And let's see, Jay Crowder. Let's see, he's still young. He's 28. He's going to be 29 before season starts. So, okay, he's still young, Crowder. So, I mean, you have to... Here's the thing. Kyle Korver probably could retire after next season because he's going to be 39 years old. He doesn't look it. He's aged pretty well, Kyle Korver. Like, he's really aged good. But he might retire. So, that means you'll still have Grayson Allen, who's young. And you'll have Jay Crowder, who's still young. He's not even 30. I thought he was, like, in his 30s, but he's not. So, I mean, you get two young pieces on your team, but Kyle Korver could easily just retire next season. You just, you know, you never know. But then you're going to get two future first-round picks, including tomorrow. You got the 23rd pick, and then you get a future first-round pick. So, okay, so Memphis is building on youth, you can kind of say. And like I said, especially if they draft Morant. And there you go. But Utah, seriously, you guys seriously fucked up. Seriously. How do you trade all those pieces... For Mike Connolly. Let's see how old Mike Connolly is. He's definitely in his 30s. He's not 20. He's not in his 20s anymore. Let's see how old he is. So Mike Connolly's 31. He's going to be 32 when the season starts. He's never been an all-star. Never been an all-star. He's the fourth overall pick in the 2007 draft. Last season was his best season because he averaged 21 points. The most he has ever averaged in a season. So, okay, he's not that old, but he's going to be 32. So, I mean, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But Utah gave up so much for a guy that hasn't won anything in this league and a guy that's never an all-star. If the guy at least had, like, two all-stars, maybe two or three all-stars on him, you know, on his resume, then I'd say, okay, you know what, that can work out. The guy's never been an all-star. I'm sorry to say, I don't think this is going to work for Utah. It's not. Maybe Utah will still make the playoffs, but I believe Memphis has a better shot. They got the pieces. They got the pieces now. They're a young team. You know, except for Corver, who's going to be 39 in March. So, <sighs> Memphis easily has the pieces to get to the playoffs, especially, like, who knows? You know, they're pretty good in cap space right there. And you could say, okay, maybe, well, actually, you said probably, I think I'd say Utah is more in cap space, but let's see, Allen's contract wasn't huge. I don't think Corver's contract was huge, and I don't think Crowder's contract was huge. They just dumped those contracts. Like, for what, though? For Conley? I mean, Jesus Christ, if we were talking about you dumping those contracts for, like, maybe Kyrie to try to recruit Kyrie to go to Utah and him and Mitchell play, then that makes sense. But for Conley? That's a bad trade. This is a bad trade, but it's not bad for Memphis. It's bad for Utah. It makes Utah look foolish. That's like that's like taking candy from a baby. This is what this trade looks like. Like, oh my goodness. You just gave Memphis a lot of assets. Utah lost a lot of assets. They lost a lot of assets in this deal. Oh my goodness. I, I don't get it. 
was Utah like before they held a gunpoint during this trade? Like, come on. You could have at least got something back from Conley as well. You could have at least asked for, like I said, Valanchunas or anyone else on Memphis. Maybe even ask for one of their first round picks. So at least it doesn't seem all that bad. Let's see. Let's see who they could have asked for. How about the Memphis Grizzlies roster? Because I said Valanchunas could be like a backup center to Gobert, because Gobert is obviously the better center. Let's see. Uh, okay, definitely not Joakim Noah. Definitely not him. <laughs> Let's actually go to their roster and what it looks like. Could have went after Avery Bradley, who's 28. You know, he's never been an all-star either, but still, that could have been nice. Well, let's see. Uh, Chandler Parsons could have been a huge part for Utah if they would have asked for him as well. Let's see. Uh, Memphis doesn't really have that many good assets. Maybe Justin Holiday. Actually, no, not him. Not him. Not him. Not him. Sorry. Those. No, those someone else. Never mind. Uh, this is a tough one. I was looking at their roster. It's like, I don't know what all the what other pieces they could get. Like, maybe CJ Miles. Well, actually, it was with Utah back in 05 to 2012. Like, maybe him, to be honest. You know, he's not a bad three-point shooter to have on the team. So, maybe. That is such a tough one. They do not have the assets to Grizzlies. But now they do. Now they do. They upgrade a lot with Grayson Allen, Kyle Korver, and Jay Crowder. So I think Memphis has a good shot at making the playoffs, to be honest. I really think they do. I think they definitely get the eighth seed. I think Utah might finish better than them still. Or maybe I could be wrong. Maybe the Grizzlies will finish better than Utah. That's a shame, though. You know, Mike Conley, he is a good point guard. He's a good point guard. You know, maybe if he played somewhere else, he'd be an all-star because... You know, they don't recognize that much talent out there in Memphis, unless you're like Marcus Saul and everything. Now he's in Toronto and he won a championship. It's like Mike Con- I'm not saying Mike Conley is going to go to Utah and win a championship, but you never Well, I mean, okay, you never know. I shouldn't say never. Never say never. But this is just a bad deal. It really is. How do you give up all those assets for a guy that's never been an all-star? I, know, I don't want to sound like I'm repeating myself, but it's like I just don't get it. Like I understand if you were trying to dump like – you know, you you were trying to dump some contracts for a big free agent like a Kemba Walker or like a Kyrie Irving, that would make sense. Or even like a Kawhi Leonard or Kevin Durant or, I don't know. I think personally, you can only trade those assets that Utah gave up. Not for Mike Conley. It would make sense if you were going to do it for CP3 because the Rockets are looking to trade CP3. That would make more sense. It would have made a lot more sense if CP3 was in Utah right now instead of Mike Conley. Then I wouldn't be ripping this deal. I would say, you know what, that's a very good deal for Utah, to be honest. And people could say, oh, you're defending CP3 over Harden? Hell yeah, I'm defending CP3 over Harden. James Harden is, you know, I don't want to go off topic because, you know, the CP3 and James Harden issue. James Harden is overrated as hell. Seriously, he flops around all the time. You know, he's just, he's overrated in my opinion. I don't see him... Okay, well, he's a superstar. He's a superstar. I was about to say he wasn't, but he is. But all he does is flop around like crazy. I'm like, dude, please. Please stop it. Stop making a fool of yourself. Like, every single game he does it. So I would definitely take CP3 side. If CP3 was going to Utah instead of Mike Conley, I wouldn't be ripping this deal, like I said. I would say, you know what? That's a very good deal for Utah. 
you're getting a future Hall of Fame point guard right here, and maybe gives you a better chance to win. I don't know if anyone's going to take CP3's contract, because this contract's pretty big. I know today that the Knicks, or sorry, the Rockets were talking to the Knicks, and the Knicks declined it. And a one CP3. Rare W by them. Those dumbasses. <laughs> but back to this trade. You know, if, if I'm a Utah Jazz fan, I would not be happy with this deal. You know, it's almost it's almost very similar to how the Lakers gave up so much for Anthony Davis. And I'm not trying to compare Anthony Davis and Mike Conley. I'm just comparing that the assets the Lakers gave away. They're just like the in Utah basically copied and they gave away so much assets. You know what I mean? And some good assets, too, Utah. You know, Grayson Allen's unproven. Kyle Korver, like I said, best three-point shooter of all time. Or one of the best three-point shooters of all time. And Jake Crowder's a good player. And I'll break down the Lakers right here. I'll break it down with them. They get Brandon Ingram, who's a good player to have. They get Lonzo Ball, who's, you know, who seems like a bust a little bit in his first two seasons. And Josh Hart, who's unproven. You know? And they get up, I think... A couple, I think they give like a couple picks for him too. Yeah, I'm trying to compare both those deals. I'm not trying to compare Davis and Conley. I'm trying to compare the opposing team giving up all the assets. You know what I mean? You're not going to really have a bench or any assets if someone gets hurt. Just keeping it real. Just keeping it real. But the difference with Utah and LA, LA might win a championship this year, and Utah's not. Unless Utah gets a big free agent, which people really don't look at Utah as you used to back in like the 90s of Carl Malone's era and John Stockton and Jeff Hornacek, like that era of the Utah Jazz, you know what I mean? Nobody really looks at Utah as a big free agent market, unless this was the 90s we're talking about. Then you probably have a lot of people, then you probably would have a lot of people looking at Utah and be like, you know what, I want to go play there. But, you know, Utah Jazz are a fun team to watch, to be honest. You know, with Donovan Mitchell, really good ball player. Should have won the Rookie of the Year back in the 17-18 season. Not Ben Simmons' bitch ass. I hate Ben Simmons, you know, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> but, you know, again, it's just like I'm baffled by this deal. Like, I was in the car this morning once I saw it. I was like, I saw Mike Conley in the Utah jersey. I was like, oh, well, let me... Let me read this trade. Mike Conley's going to Utah? Interesting. Let me see who Utah had to give up. Right, who else Memphis could have got? Or sorry, who else Utah could have got? I right, saw so Utah got nothing. Other than Conley, I'm thinking, okay. So what they give up? And I read all the, you know, the players they gave up and the draft picks. I'm like, what the hell? What kind of a deal is this? If I'm the NBA, I would... <laughs> I would block this trade from happening. I'm like, if I'm Memphis right now, or sorry, if I'm Utah right now, if I'm Utah right now, I want to pull out of this deal. You know, Jesus Christ. If you want to pull out of this deal, if you're Utah, you know what you want to do when you don't want to get a girl pregnant? You pull out. This is what Utah should do before they bust, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How are you that stupid, Utah? Seriously, you guys all on dope? Down there's the owner on dope? You guys are crazy. That's terrible. That is terrible. A terrible trade. Get the hell out of here, Utah. Please. 
Good for Memphis, though. They might be a playoff team, like I'm saying. And so will Utah, I think, but... <sighs> I, I really don't know how to comprehend this. This is just a terrible deal. It's a terrible deal for Utah, but it's great for Memphis, like I've been saying. You know, I applaud Memphis on their deal right here. I applaud them. You know, they seriously... They robbed This is highway robbery. This trade is straight up highway robbery. It is just so freaking bad. Like, I almost want to freaking just hit my head on the table right now. Like, how many lines of coke did Utah take before making this deal? Or were they just high on dope, whatever the hell they were high on? Or if they were drunk, like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God help Utah, seriously. But God bless Memphis right now. God bless their beautiful souls for making that deal happen. Aye, aye, aye. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode right here. Go check out my recent episode of the Washington Capitals. We're signing Carl Hagelin. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy this episode. Next episode I'll be doing will be tomorrow. We'll be on hockey. You guys will... Some of you guys who listen or some of you guys know in the, the hockey world, you probably know what it's going to be. So, tomorrow, I'm not sure what time the next episode will be. Like, you know, it'll be random. You guys will eventually see it. So, I hope you enjoy this episode. Take care. See you tomorrow.